Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Pretty Bride, and I'd like to thank you for supporting Illinois. If you'd like to further support Illinois' media and what we do for the culture, here are a few ways that we can use your help. First, you can follow us on social media, download the Illinois app, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Illinois with a Z. You can also buy merchandise, or you can lend us a helping hand by donating a one-time or a monthly contribution. To donate, just visit Illinois.co backslash donate. That's I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E dot co backslash donate. We thank you for supporting everything we do because without no you, there is no us. Yeah, man. I understand that we're getting trapping all day. I understand that we've been robbing all day. But one part of the day, you got to cut on Illinois Radio. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host, Vico, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. Welcome, world. Welcome, world. Welcome, world. You're tuned in to Illinois Radio, Chicago's most valuable radio show. I'm your boy, Vico, alongside special guest co-host, DJ First Class. And as always, we bring you all the illest guests from around the city and globe. And today, we got the homie Cassius Tate in the building. <laughs> Banger, banger, banger. Yo, what's cracking, y'all? How y'all feeling? You know what I'm saying? This good ass time. Hey, you know what's crazy as hell. Y'all can't see out the window, but, you know, so I just dropped this project called Alone in Blue Hour. It's crazy that my uh, interview we doing right now is during Blue Hour. And then I got on the shit. You feel me? And this nigga's shirt matched the fucking style. You know what I'm saying? It's super live. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, super happy and blessed to be here with y'all. I'm happy you're here, my brother. I've been a fan of your music for quite some time. Thank you so much. And I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I tend to mess up your name sometimes. Nah, it's, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, low key, I need to take what Black did. Like, he got like the different versions. It's pronounced Black. It's pronounced Black. I need to do like, it's not pronounced Cassius, Cassius, or however they be saying it's like, man, it's Cassius. You know, I, but I got to f- spell it out phonetically. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That might be a, a brand of merch or some shit I could wear. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, you know shit. what I'm saying? You can turn, turn that into some marketing shit yeah. and itself and yeah. take off with that. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit's wearable. You know, shit's funny. I think it's also uh, cool too with people sometimes seeing me feeling like I'm always like super serious, but I be just chilling. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm yeah. chill. I'm observing. I just be people seeing and I be liking the shit that's going on. I'm just not necessarily like always very like reactionary. You know what I'm saying? So I think to ask, some, but I am goofy and silly in certain ways so that to show that comic relief in me I feel like that should be important you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying man I didn't know so I mean I haven't dealt with the com- comedic side man, of, uh, man, of it, ju- it just kind of just be like in the moment I see some shit and I just get the going on it but it just be like with people I'm with like damn like people seeing this shit or I could definitely say like when I was younger You know what I'm saying Me and my niggas from the block We was ignorant as fuck We used to just do Just the most ignorant shit Like I, I'm talking about Like tourists that come From out of town Downtown And ask like Where the John Hancock Building is Some shit I'm pointing south as fuck Like hey That bitch is definitely Over there They like Alright then You know sending what I'm saying that, Hey sending that ass sending clean no, you know, just, But just cause clean, Like bro. you know So it's just like Man obviously I don't do shit Like that no more That shit's like You know That's some goofy shit But yeah. I mean I'm like 12, 11, 10 You know Like you know You, you 
young can sell going downtown with twenty dollars, you can't do much. You might as well send motherfuckers off. So. Facts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, you speaking that on that though, like you say, you was eleven, twelve around the time. That yeah. just shows yeah. you how how you know parents was back in the day yeah. to allow their kids to be able to go to out. adventure on their own. Because I remember taking a bus at a young age. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you don't see. Well, you still see it, yeah. but not as often. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like I always been like an active person, like especially when it comes to being outside. Anybody who ever like hang with me, grew around me, like we was always outside. And I think like a lot of my music reflects like me and like being outside with like, you know what I'm saying, just the homies. Cause a lot of shit that I've seen have, like, I just talk about it in my music. And obviously, as I like matured as a person and as a man, I always want to show like the different phases of me as a man as I grew. So it's like, okay, like I'm, you know, I'm missing a block and shit. I'm in school and shit. And then, you know, I run into girls and shit and I'm liking girls. But then I find out like, uh, sometimes motherfuckers be on weird shit. I mean, I ain't just discover girls in college. Like, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, artistry wise, that's just what I was inspired about always telling about the shit that was like in the front of the house you know what I'm saying like in the four six block radius that's just all the shit that I you know used to rap about so well now you spoke on a different so what's some things you see differently about yourself now compared to let me just say back then I would say like I'm very more like self aware in things that I need to be like a better person when I have days that are like off or times that are off like I'm really big on like trusting my gut so it's like let's say I want to go somewhere but like I get a weird feeling you know what I'm saying like back mm-hmm. then I'll probably just ignore it like uh, you know what I'm saying but like I'm like far more in tune they'd be like okay I know not to go and then I don't know why I shouldn't go but maybe you know I trust the feeling and then you look on the internet and you see something happen on the expressway and it's like oh, that's, I have to, yeah that's just wisdom now, you know what I'm saying like, I, I have to go that way you feel yeah, me for so. real for real you know, oh, so having that wisdom for sure, like growing up uh, as you grow and just, I don't know, you know, I feel like wisdom is more of an experience thing. Knowledge is more so like, you know, you could feed yourself things and listen to things. Wisdom mm-hmm. too, but at the same time, I don't know, I feel like wisdom is more so something from you that you can give to mm-hmm. to give people knowledge. You yep. know what I'm saying? And that, so. and that shit, like wisdom definitely just come with, with age. So the older we get, the wiser we should get. Man, always. Yeah, always. You know what I'm saying? That. Now, yeah. now uh, you know, you've been on the Chicago music scene for quite some time. Yeah, you know what I'm How saying? How many years now? Man, so uh, probably, probably like six or seven, you know. But the only thing I will say that why it doesn't feel like that long to me, because as, as far as like my peers, as far as artists go, like I left and went to college. So I went to college and I'm trying to like do this Chicago shit while I'm in another state. And then I come home during like breaks and shit and I see these niggas just thriving at home. Mm -hmm. So I'm like sitting here trying to like find my footing and to show niggas like, yo, like I'm here too. I don't be here, but I am here. So I graduated like 2019. Uh, What college? So I went to Central Michigan University. Um, It's like in the middle of Michigan. It's like two hours from Detroit. And that's why I record all of my music out there. Cause I, first of all, only went to college because they had a studio in the school. (laughs) Wait, you said this, that's where where you currently record all your music? Yes. Yes. So so I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell why. So look, look, look. 
dedication you know, the right to travel your ass to, to Detroit. <laughs> so look, the reason why I record in Detroit is because originally, you know what I'm saying, when I was a short and I started recording music, you know what I'm saying, like niggas that was older than me that was showing us how to rap and teaching me how to write songs. I was like in a rap group when I was younger. They had a studio in K-Town, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Hustle Squad because them niggas was them niggas. Still is. And so after a while, you know, the neighborhood was just too dangerous for us to go, you know, record in. So when I got to like a senior in high school, my mom, she was kind of like, she wanted me to stay closer to the crib because of like certain crib things. But I asked them like, yo, if I could find a college that has a studio where I don't have to pay studio time too, because there are schools that make you still pay, can I go away to school? And so she like, yeah. So, you know, I applied to 28 schools, got denied by all of them. The reason why I got denied Because my junior year I didn't want to go to college So I always had good grades And I kind of rebuilt okay. So when I went to school They was like Okay you could get You got You qualify for a scholarship But if you graduate With this GPA Which was like a 3.6 Then you can uh, Get 10 bands You know what I'm saying Every year off So I was like Fuck it I just got a 4.1 it's Just to make sure I'm going oh, You was a smart one huh? So yeah. I was like Fuck it It's just, it's just You yeah. can't Don't think to give it To nobody else Because they only giving 10 You know what I'm saying I'm like This is my ticket to record You feel me so I just wasn't playing went to record and I recorded my first project there and I met my best friend slash engineer slash producer and you know he's from like outside of Detroit he lives there now so I just shit that's where I go to record so over the course of years I'm either taking trains or he had an internship here in Chicago so in his times he'll go back home I'll go there and I was just like it was after college for real and sometimes the summers I like when I was out of college bro I I would like out of like a 12 month radius I've spent half of the year I would probably do like every two to three weeks in Chicago do another two three weeks in, in Detroit it'd be right record right record or sometimes I was just like go to Detroit for three months by coastal literally yeah. you know literally. what I'm saying literally you, you was flying my brother the flight points you in Malibu <laughs> look I definitely wasn't flying I was definitely taking the train every time and the train rides would be crazy because it's like you can't ever predict how long a train to be so you find yourself like that's speaking of like things that I, I grew to learn as I get older like I'm not patient but I am I'm patient for like the things I want right so it's like you you book this ticket and they tell you four hours and then some shit happen and it's easy like they like Amtrak don't own the track so another train Train could come on there and you gotta wait if they get there first. You might get there like it might take five, six hours to get there. You know what I'm saying? And and shit. You gotta just wait on it. I'd have been on the plane. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Hey, look, look, look. Shit, cause a nigga is spoiled now, but I need yeah. to fly every game. But you know, coming out of college, that hey, shit was like a different fact, type, of, yeah, type yeah, yeah. of pocket. Right, 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 right. So yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. if the plane costs and I'm not booking ahead of time. So like I, to fly to Detroit is not a lot. It's like uh like forty to go or some shit like that. But like if I see like a ticket to Detroit on a train is 40 round trip and like I'm saying the book advance for a flight in Detroit if I, now if I book one tomorrow which I was doing with the trains that shit gonna probably be like $200 yeah, or some yeah, shit yeah. like nigga just get on the train like, like you, know you said saying? you was on the college budget I, yeah, I know you. how that goes like, so yeah so that's yeah, ain't no money yeah. so shout out to all the college students out there because that shit yeah. is real yeah. that yeah. Does, it does it does and, and I, I definitely know what that shit's like and as far as like being a Chicago artist and being on the scene for a minute with me graduating um, and still going back and forth between that it doesn't feel like I've been on the scene as long as I I, I wish I wasn't saying I wish I wish I felt like I was on there but I feel like I gotta try harder to be like 
look, nigga, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And then also keeping those ties there. So I kind of that's that's the beauty of it. Like I get support from two different places. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's pretty know, dope. Yeah. I mean, but still, like to just know that you travel to Detroit to record, yeah, to record your music. You know Dedication. Yeah, I record Dedication, in this man. studio called uh, Assemble Sound. Shout out Assemble, man. They they go crazy. Um, And, man, they house like a really, really good, a lot of really good artists. You know, I always feel like they kind of like, you know, like X-Men got the school for the gifted. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's kind of like how I feel about Assemble. You know what I'm saying? And I was never like a resident artist, but they, you know, off of just relation to them fucking with my music and fucking with me as a person, it's like, man, like, yo, you ever need the space, it's whatever. So, you know, I like I, I pay for train tickets, but I don't pay for studio time. That's love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me to go out there for like three months yeah. and record, you know so how much music I can make? That's And that's what I was going to get into, your process, because yeah. with you actually taking a trip here and there, uh, uh, I, I want to know how so, <laughs> do so you the put pro- things together. The production that I received from, like you know, Tebow, which is you know, say my engineer and producer, and also I work with Jay Cribs. He's another producer out there. Is like next level for me, and I always try to do things that's different, and especially for my surroundings. But I feel like because of how the surroundings in Chicago is, like I feel I, when I go to Detroit, I feel like life is great because I'm doing something I love. When I get back to Chicago, it's the real world. Like yep. it's like this shit is actually hard as yeah. fuck. So all of my music, I write. In Chicago You know what I'm saying Cause it's like I write from a perspective Of like Sometimes I write from a place of Damn Like I have to do this shit This shit ain't sweet Every day You know what I'm saying Like you're not just Doing what you love Out of leisure So they kinda get that drive And that passion Of that pen That's why like I gotta say the craziest shit When I rap Because it's like A nigga scrolling on Instagram They'll post your shit On the story Or whatever the fuck And you say You get like a minute To upload And shit A nigga wanna listen For seven seconds So Yo for Yo one of them bars They catch Every line gotta be Something crazy You know what I'm saying bro Because if I'm doing all this shit Going back and forth To just half ass it Then what, what's, what's the, the point What the what, fuck is the, the point I could obviously Easily record in Chicago And I yeah. have Like saying I don't I do record sometimes here But like I mean shit If I spend like You know Two or three months out there Like bro I feel that So yeah. shit to, to get into your Your new project Alone in Blue Owl Shit just talk about uh, Like the meaning Behind the so, album, the, the album's title So alone So Blue Owl I would first say Is basically the Is the 25 to 30 minutes before sunrise or after sunset you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so because of that um, the project is 25 minutes so that way you can listen to it during the span of blue hour blue hour is also a time frame when people shoot um, like like photography like during a certain time to catch like the blues in the sky and things like that and so on on the project my outro song is Portrait for 100 and Portrait for 100 is a film um, like a, a, like you know how you buy film rolls yeah 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 that's basically like the name of it Portrait 400 you know so you could buy like Portrait 400 200 800 you know and it, all, the, all the hundreds is just ISO settings for you to shoot in you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying based on like the amount of light that the film could take and basically how I came with Alone in Blue Hour was during COVID I was seeing so much blue hour photography because the shit was like, or the, I guess going into this year, because I was just seeing a lot of people shooting during the winter. And I really love photography out in London and shit like that. And they go crazy with shit like that. Hey, for you know real, though. Like, I be seeing like, uh, crazy. like random pictures and shit from, from photographers mm-hmm. and, and all that in different parts. Well, in specifically like London, London. and shit and like, like that. And it's always like, it's kind of like to me, it's like the, some of the same 
not gonna say like layout or nothing like that, but yeah. it's all similar. And it has shit, a feel to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, saying, you you know can, that it's some shit that's you, not up in the states. You know it, bro. Yeah, and you, you can feel it. Like, and in yeah. certain places, based on they, the geometry of where they from, like the Blue Hour is different. So like I can never get a good Blue Hour by the lake. You know what I'm saying? Unless I wake up at five a.m. because mm-hmm. the sun rises in the east. Mm-hmm. So it's like as it's rising, I got to get it looking blue this way. So, but basically, like the feeling of like blue was just feeling like in the, in the crib during blue hour it was just like I was feeling very like treated in a cold hearted way and I relate blue to that you know and I feel like I was seeing so much blue photography that I came with that idea because I felt like during the daytime you don't think about a lot of shit but during the nighttime that's when your thoughts start to hit Facts. and I feel like the, when the shit start looking like this that's, that's when I'm reminded of like fuck mm-hmm. so that's kind of how and, I was, and that's when I you know I could be around a lot of people but as it gets darker I'd be feeling like I'm in my loneliest moments so that's how Alone in Blue Hour came to be mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and so, you know what we got man. yeah Man, that we, shit deep right that's there. Very, look, that, bro, look, <laughs> hey, look and, yo, it's DJ First Class. You tune in to Illinois Radio. We sitting here chopping it up with the homie Cassius Tate. You know what I'm saying? What's mm-hmm. cracking, y'all? You know. Hey, I'm just glad to be up here because I've been wanting to come up here and in a, do an interview for a minute because I know like last year I did an ill style, which I'm super glad, grateful that you hit me up about, you know what I'm saying, to do it and just see like how many opportunities and where that took off for me. So, Damn. you know, I, I just, you know, I always appreciate y'all, you know what I'm saying, Look, a lot. Like, for speak real. on it because I, Listen. you know, we, I mean, at the end of the day, we behind the mics and things yeah, of that nature. Yeah, but yeah. I actually want to know like when, you know, you, you get an opportunity like that and you say opportunities came your way. What's some of those opportunities that, you know, at least help put you on, onto another level from doing that? I feel like the biggest thing is probably whenever you get, whenever you do something that a lot of people like, like or share and stuff like that, you get more followers. You know what I'm saying? The biggest opportunity you could always get is a crazy fan base. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, no matter what, that's always a crazy opportunity. And then I feel like sometimes when you have people who, having people who are verified follow you, you know what I'm saying? It does do a lot for you because it's like, if they rocking with it, people sometimes trust what they like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I remember during that time, it was just like, okay, well, it was just a bunch of I know it's COVID But at the same time Like When this is done We just gonna start Hitting you up for shows And this and this and that And the third And it's like Oh Or even if it's just like You don't even know That I, I That I model as well So it's like You see that And you go to my page And then I just got A bunch of shoots after that You know what I'm saying So it's just like any Anything could bring Anybody to like Look at you And what you're doing You know what I'm saying It doesn't have to be You, could, you know what I'm saying If you're multi-talented doesn't You don't know Which one is gonna bring You know what I'm saying Attention to you, you So mm-hmm. yeah. See because that's why I brought it up because it's like we post you know of course we'll create the content yeah. we'll post it I've always believed in you as a man student. thank you, you so know, much I'm, yeah. I'm like oh, I, we gotta bring yeah, cash thank you. it's only right get it thank, in. You. thank you and you came through and you got it in yeah. so and me and just us in general our hopes is okay when we put this out mm-hmm. we hope people gravitate to it yeah. um, and, and, and it do what they need to do and hearing you know hearing from you that it, it helped you it's always a blessing and yeah. modeling yeah yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I, man, I, that kind of comes about just like, I don't want to say naturally, but I think it was just something I just, I feel like how it started was me feeling like it's important for me to be on my album covers. So how I got into modeling was shooting pictures for covers that I thought that would be covers. And then when I looked at it, I was like, this look too modely. And then somebody's like, well, 
this shit would be good to add into a portfolio. And I'm like, what's a fucking portfolio? I don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? Got to learn and it. The, mm-hmm. Exactly. So so then the, the lady who uh, who first started shooting me in that way, it was kind of like, well, uh, I I have to do a bunch of projects for this um, for this magazine, whatever the case may be. Can I just, you could just be my subject. So I basically practiced through her. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I'm, I don't, I'm, I never cut off, but nah. I, I got to ask. You know, you said you have a, 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 a woman photographer. Yeah, uh, I, I wish she was here because I, w- I want to say well, I'm gonna ask you. But mm-hmm. do you feel like with her being in position of taking photos of you, she knows the right angles? You know, with her being a woman and yeah. taking photos of a man, and it has a different pop to it. I think the fact that she was a white woman probably added because I think as as her being a white woman in photography she didn't want to do anything to offend a black man or somebody mm. black so her biggest thing was a lot of times when white people shoot black people or not like you know say in the past or like movies and things like that the lighting be off like you're not lighting this person like they not dark skin you know what I'm saying so I, would, I feel like through camera she helped me probably be more confident in being dark skinned on camera because I have more trust in that a skilled photographer would know what to do how to light me because I would get a lot of pictures back and be like I don't like that shit and I wouldn't think and I would figure out like it's dem- it's definitely not me it's just it's just how that they did things you know what I'm saying and how light would contort my face and then at that time I had just started growing a beard so that was new for me you know what I'm saying to figure that out and my brother he also does um, photography and he you know shoots a lot of my videos so we get up and we practice all the time you know what I'm saying we like a lot of the same shit like you know so it's like we we would be in the house and not know that we on the same wave like as far as blue hour like when i was saying i wanted to start shooting blue hour photography I'm upstairs and he in the basement studying blue hour photography. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, I really like this shit. Let's just do some shit. Uh, we started checking, taking blue hour photography. I'm like, damn, I was just about to run downstairs and tell you that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think, um, I don't know. Like, I think as far as like what Shorty did, as far as like helping me with things, I think the biggest thing was just to help me feel confident in being dark skinned on camera. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, it is. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Especially for her to be a white woman and her feeling like, I just want to do somebody black justice. You know what I'm saying? And she she shot a lot of uh, pictures that, that had to do with like um, social injustices and, and things like that. So I kind of was a practice for her to do something that was kind of like off of what she does. Usually all her photography is like with the message. So, yeah. And that, and that's really dope that you uh sure that that you linked with her in yeah. that, you know in, in that manner because I've seen bro personally I've come across and these are like celebrity photos and shit mm-hmm. those pictures did not not look good at all you like those photographers you could just tell they did not give a fuck yeah yeah I don't about like it was like no no type of scope no type of vision none of that shit bro and it's like they so focused on who they shooting yeah. That they don't. They think about like the opportunity of the subject that they forget the art through the lens. Right, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's more important because you fuck around, shoot somebody famous or not, if the picture don't look good, they don't use it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we can like do this, put pictures up on the screen as the interview is going, but I would love to like show at least like a picture or two that she did, you know what I'm saying, taking me. They on my Instagram and shit that I could see. I don't know if y'all do that shit, but uh, you know I'm going to put it up because yeah, yeah, I'm on your yeah, Instagram yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. did she take all the majority nah, of these so, photos? Nah, so if you scroll all the way down, it's a picture of me and I got like a pink shirt on and I'm holding like uh, flowers, you know what I'm saying? So she, she took those and she took like some black and white pictures during that time frame too but like I'm a I'm a I'm a send them to you so like when we put this shit up motherfuckers like yeah you know what I'm saying she did her shit for real but um yeah though like I appreciate her a lot shout out you know what I'm saying uh, her for doing that for me what's her name 
Uh, Josie, Josie, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Josie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josie, because yeah. photography, I mean, camera work in general. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to the man behind the camera, Raw Roller. Raw exactly. Roller. It, it's not an easy task at all. So big shout out to Josie as yeah, well. Yeah, man, especially doing the role she's she, she's played as as you just uh, man, just explained. You so. know what I'm saying? And I think it's just I don't know. And I think being a rapper, you got to be confident on camera, not even just like in pictures, like in video, because I go a lot of, I go to a lot of video shoots, not even just video shoots, because I feel, well, let's just say video shoots. Video shoots is just performing on camera. Yeah. I feel like if you can't perform on stage, you can't perform on camera. If you don't know how to be confident on camera, that shit sometimes like will reflect in your performance yep. on and off camera. You know what I'm saying? So I've been fortunate to not ever well, I have had stage fright. I get stage fright when it's not a lot of people in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Is it because it's not a lot of people in the crowd? Yeah, that shit blow me. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it's like other people, like, it's like, oh, like, That's I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good. Like, I'm super comfortable. Like, I don't get excited for performances. I feel like I've got excited for a couple of performances and I lost control. I wasn't really, like, in control of what was going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't give really my best show, but I'm always super laxed and just super, super grateful for the opportunity to just, like, you know, everything. Time I do my show prayer, I, I thank God for you know giving me the talent to be able to, to create and then create again, and then mm-hmm. to be on the stage before to know how to do what I'm doing, and then hopefully whatever I'm doing now will just bring more opportunities. But if not, I'm happy for this moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and I, we I've recently seen you perform too at the Promontory. Oh, thank this you, year. thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Held it down. Thank you. you know? I couldn't even slide to that shit. Yeah. I was mad to say you yeah. always slide to everything. Nah, yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah. I do be seeing, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Check his IG story. Right now, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's also crazy too. Like when I had that show, like um, damn, that's crazy because I had the, that was the first time I performed Wave Runner, and the first time Wave Runner was on radio was here. You know what I'm saying? So damn. I appreciate y'all for that because when he when Gohei sent me that song, my intention was to make something that can be played on the radio but not something that's like gimmicky radio you know mm-hmm. but I didn't know like it was gonna be the intro to my project because well I didn't set out to make an EP when I had all those songs you know what I'm saying it was kinda just like uh, you know in the pandemic you writing you got a collection of songs you also going through emotions of just like it could be like um I don't know, like, you could be anxious, you could be, you know, dealing with, like, uh, heartbreak and shit like that. And th- these are all things that was going through my mind when I made, you know what I'm saying, Alone in Blue Hour. And I think I ended up piecing the project together based on, like, the flow of, like, a man's emotions when he goes through something that's, like, upsetting to him, you know what I'm saying, like, in the heart, you feel me? So it's just, like, Waver and I also wanted to make it be something that was aggressive because you know like if you a man and you deal with heartbreak your first instinct is to be mad you yep. know what I'm saying before mm-hmm. you settle into your emotions you know what I'm saying the next song I got on there is called Trouble and it's basically saying like I might say some shit that might get me in trouble I'm basically just like saying shit about women that piss me off you feel me the next song is called Scoop it's like well fuck it I can't just say my thoughts I gotta go slide on somebody to get rid of this shit bro. you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. and as the project goes I'm unfolding more into my emotion and coming to the realization like damn like this shit really do fucking bother me you know what I'm saying so when you get to the last song it's like I'm finally back into like in, in liking and in love with someone you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. just, just to have that completion and I don't you know obviously I'm saying all of these things about the project all these nuances and deep things but I don't do this shit just because I want people to catch it it's just I care about it but regardless of the fact you can digest it without knowing all of this shit and, you know what I'm yeah. saying? and another thing about you you don't just release like 
projects. Like you, you're not yeah. a person that's finna saturate people nah. with projects or music. Exactly. And like with you breaking down alone in the blue hour, yeah. that lets you know you sit and you really think about what you're going to release. Yeah, yeah. I think I think also too like with me coming with the idea to make it a project kind of was like I was sitting in the crib I had these songs that I really liked there was other ones that didn't make the project but uh, somebody who has been directing my last three videos at this point you know what I'm saying Shanti as hell and I was sitting here I was playing her my songs you know what I'm saying and she was like man it would be cool if uh, you made a mini movie you know what I'm saying of, of these songs and you put them together and I wasn't really feeling it at first but she put it in an order that made me like it so um, since she did that I ended up switching like two or three songs out of her order but because she did that she got credits for being like an executive producer on the album because it's like I would have never landed the idea to drop a project if it wasn't for that you know what I'm saying like you said I don't really drop projects and shit like that just flooding niggas you know what I'm saying my intention was to flood niggas with eight different songs but I was like if I put eight different singles on one project and then we brand all the singles and then they not elsewhere people gonna always come back to listen to this song on this project so they're gonna yeah. find a way to listen to the project you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. if you came for one song shit cause you can't get in, you know how it be single versions and shit like yeah, yeah. nigga you gotta go to the project to listen to it yep. you know what I'm saying only two songs I released earlier as singles like Scare Love yeah I remember that and, yeah. you released um, Roses I mean that wasn't off the project yeah, but you released yeah. uh, Roses too I think that was 2020 uh, Roses probably 2019 19. Yeah, this is like right before the, the pandemic. Look, we gonna skip the pandemic, okay? Yeah, because that <laughs> shit always feels like just one year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole time. To- and, and speaking of the pandemic and shit, how was like last year for you? Like how how did being in like That's us being, being in this damn crisis and shit? How did that uh, I guess like help mold you to Man. like did your songwriting change like the way that you was re- like recording and shit? Because we we all stuck in a crib. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like it's just hella a long time. So how did that change you as an artist? And so, did it affect the way you release your music? It affect the way I released. I'm gonna answer you first and then to him because. This is how it's gonna trickle. Okay. So I was supposed to release an album in 2020. It was recorded already. I felt like because of the pandemic, I put too much into the album to be able to just release it during the time people can't pay attention. So during the time, based on what the album was about, I didn't feel I didn't feel connected to the messaging. Because I emotionally wasn't there Not that I couldn't go back But basically it was just like The shit that you go through When you trying to uh, achieve a dream And you pursuing something that you want You know what I'm saying It's called moments and desire You know So it's just like You know That feeling Like a Kanye graduation type feel Like you know You're trying to have this moment But at the same time You're trying to have this moment I'm dealing with these emotions Of being in a pandemic So yes my songwriting changed Because I started writing shit That felt like the shit That I was feeling in my mind Mm Mm-hmm then I'm getting on Twitter and Instagram every day. You just tapping through stories. Niggas not even seeing shit. Just putting black screens up, seeing how they feel. And I'm like, I feel like this too. Like, why not just make music based on how I feel? Yeah. And everybody else feel like this shit too. I know yeah. it's going to resonate. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much why I was at with it as far as like, you know, my songwriting process. The album is still coming out, but Alone in Blah was kind of like my gap to be Ooh. like, Yo, like this is coming out, but like so next spring my album will be out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, with Joe Billionaire was right about that. One part of the day you gotta cut on Illinois Radio. No, Shout I'm out sure to you. the Atlanta native Joe Billionaire for that dope drop, man. You're tuned in to Illinois Radio, Chicago's most valuable radio show. I'm your boy Biko alongside my special co-host, uh, known as DJ First Class. Yes, we still got the homie Cassius Tay in the building.
building. Now I gotta jump into this modeling, bro, because yeah. uh, we touched bases on it a little bit. But when did you find yourself becoming a model? Uh, I feel like definitely in college, I would say. Um, college is where I got like the most experience and most exposure. It was kind of like, like I said, when like um Josie, the lady that was that would shoot me. When she would, um, cause she was, she went to my college as well. When she would bring the pictures she took back, took of me back to class, it would be other students in the class. Like, damn, like, who, who is this subject? You know what I'm saying? So I just started getting people to just take pictures of me, you know what I'm saying, around uh, campus, you know? So it's like, okay, cool. So as I'm posting shit from me rapping, you know what I'm saying? And then people coming to my page and seeing me with modeling pictures, kind of the same when I had did the Illinois freestyle and they see my pictures and then they did not get booked for something. It's kind of like, oh, like, um, I really like this. Can you do this as well? You know what I'm saying? I have this, you know, I have this brand. Can you model my clothes or, you know, things like that. And, then it went so far where uh, I ended up modeling Foot Locker, and that shit was kind of crazy. Yep. Jordan, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, yeah. Jordan, Jordan had a um, had a thing that they that they did with Foot Locker, and I had model for that. And I was like, man, that's super dope. But I think as fun and great as that experience was, I really do enjoy like modeling for um, Chicago brands that I really like, like and respect. And you did uh, 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 wait, don't say it, Juggernaut. I did So I did Trap House Trap House did, My bad Yeah, yeah I, did, I did Trap House And uh, the Leaders Collab The Shirt Shot got him You know what I'm saying Yeah Them yeah, joints yeah. cold boy. Yeah. Exactly Real yeah. dark yeah. So I, I had did that joint um, It's crazy I'm drawing blanks I had a model for like A lot of different Like Chicago now, brands But I don't know if you know this But Matter of fact You finna know it now <laughs> But When I saw the picture of you In the collaboration Collaboration with us uh, the drink y'all <laughs> 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 The collaboration hey, hold on oh, We cannot Skate past that shit. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> hey, you got the blue cup <laughs> too, bro. <laughs> Just oh, bro. I say collaboration. Yeah, collaboration. Like that, hey, it's bro. The, look, anyway. It's a new that, word, boy. Yeah. It's a new word. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared to say it. <laughs> when, when they did their partnership. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, they did their partnership and they had you model for it. Yeah. I saw the shirts, the build arts. You had the hoodie on. I yeah, think. yeah, I had the hoodie the on too, yo. That's what led me to purchasing my two shirts and hoodie. Damn, mm-hmm. see, hey, this shit worked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, come fuck with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Me the model some shit. But look, I look because I love streetwear so much. I am very selective on what I do and don't model for. You gotta be, yeah. Because I gotta be. If it has to be some shit, like if you didn't ask me, would I buy it? You know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm like really tapped into that culture. It's a lot of shit that I really do like. And it's not some shit I grew into. This is some shit since I was a kid. So it's like I would really appreciate, you know, you cared about your work before you asked me instead of just being like, oh, I, I know what it's going to do for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I get that sometimes, too, even with like beard companies, because like I, I would say I also started getting more yeah, opportunities. You saw that on your IG. Yeah. So the more opportunities, I started getting different opportunities when my beard started getting fuller and shit like that. And I was like uh, seeing, um, you know, a lot of companies that I would want to work with. Well, first of all, I started taking care of my beard differently because I felt like it was hard for me to find black owned representation or beers that was my size when you YouTube share you look for advice you know what I'm saying but Evan Alexander a brand that that reached out to me hey you must know Evan you must know hey, 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 look, 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 you know what I'm saying bro because cause I'm still shit I'm trying to look, get all to of us. y'all, like, like, all y'all. Hey, Evan <laughs> Alexander shout out to Evan Alexander thank you sure. yeah you know what I'm um, saying bro 
speaking of the him, like I've been copping from bro for like the past like what like two years and shit, and just watching his videos and shit, and mm-hmm. just schooling on how to take care of it and shit, yep. on how to eat and how to you know hey, like shit to hey. do and shit to don't do, and it's specifically for black, black men. Where you finding that shit? And then it's like you know what I'm saying, and it's like, a, it's a niche for that because there's so many black men that got answers, and then specifically if your beard is a certain way, because a lot of times when you see these beard things, like they always get the model with the biggest beard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, that's yeah. like, bro, I don't fucking look like that. Right. I probably look like right. that, nigga. But my beard, it's not, not so, that. But these motherfucking beards be, be down here, be so, falling. Thank shit. you. So like, when you watching on, him apply certain things, and they like, like, I take this amount, nigga. What? Come on, bro. Like, that don't apply to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be a part of the big game. Exactly. This recently happened. So exactly. You know, when shit when the shit recently happened, you'd be like, damn, like this is like a new life. And I would say, it definitely brought new opportunities for me in that space. And I could definitely say I got different more gigs in in working with people because of that mm-hmm. um and i would say that the shit is definitely very important to me so that's another thing too like when when people ask me to model for certain things it has to like line up with things that i care about as well and i feel like skincare is important because skincare is beard care because if you don't take care of your beard that's like it's the skin under the beard yep. is mm-hmm. exactly. more important to take care of and i feel like um yeah, so that's that's another thing too as far as like modeling. So yeah. Now I got two things I wanna say. Two things. Um for those that's listening, my brother's definitely an influencer. Thank because you. like I said, you led me to purchase some gear. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I peeped the beard, uh mm-hmm. greased up the beard uh shampoo and all mm-hmm. that that you was promoting. Yep, yep. Uh and secondly, <clears throat> we're over here sipping, you know. Oh yeah. And you're drinking water. Water, you know? Another thing I'm super passionate you know, about. I wish I could have my own water brand, so, but yeah, keep going. You know, health is well. You damn they can though. Yeah, Shit, I, hey, I, yeah, that's fine. Put it out there. You know, yeah, put it out there. Yeah, you yeah, right, you're right. Health is well. And as my brother, my good brother Illinois Jones would say, no Sandusky, mm-hmm. but you, your body's right, my brother. Thank you, Thank you so much, and, man. And you, like I said, I'm sipping this toxin. Yeah, and you yeah, sipping yeah. water. Exactly. And to be a model, you have to. Yeah. Look, you know, you have to be all you can be and just be healthy at the same you time do. and look according. Yeah, I think. Um, I think recently, probably like six weeks ago now, like I started with a personal trainer because I haven't worked out in like two years, and I just started thinking about well, think about all the opportunities that you got and not working out, thinking if you can work out. And I'm not trying to like get big as hell or nothing like that, but definitely just look more. I don't know. Look, just kind of like look how I look when I used to play sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that that I also like do a lot. Um, but you know, although like modeling, you know, with, with your shirt off, it does bring opportunities. But I I do know, like, my preference is to model, like, clothes just because I like streetwear. Um, I want a clothing brand of my own. You know what I'm saying? I design a lot of my things. Although I didn't airbrush this, but I drew it, so I damn near might as well say I did. So you did create that. Yeah, you know, so this is, like, my fourth piece of merch that I've done so far. So all my merch that I've done have all been successful. People always hit me up, like, damn, who did this? And I was just like, man, like, me or I collaborated with somebody, you know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely very hands-on with, like, shit. Like that. Is the merch available? Hey, the merch is time, available. Whole time, this nigga right here, damn near finna single handedly bring back. Oh yeah, the, 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 the airbrush tees. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like y'all know, y'all know how, how motherfuckers was coming when mm-hmm. we were shorties yep. at, at the North Riverside Mall and yeah, shit. Uh, yep, yep. All that the, the spray paint t shirt. Uh, yeah, yep. this is some yeah. dope shit right here. Thank that, you. And he did it himself. Fuck around and Again. bring that that whole way back because our whole time feel like. Uh, and this is just like a circle of a life type shit because a lot of shit that 
we used to wear is starting to slowly come back, come back now. Yep. Whole time, I feel like niggas finna start back rocking your bows and shit. Bro, I just seen a couple niggas outside with them. You Look, feel me? I'm gonna like, keep it 100,000. I got a Jabot jean jacket. I ain't see. It's nice. I got some dickies <laughs> and shit at the crib, nigga. I, I, I just bought I a, got dickie a whole jacket. dickie fit at the crib. <laughs> see, bro, I spray lie. painted. Fuck you talking see, about. I'll fuck lie. around and bust it out for Halloween or something. I don't know. Well, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. That, hey, everything you saying is facts. And I think the reason I wanted to do the uh, Airbrush vibes is because, you know, like, with Alone in Blue Hour and me feeling like, damn, I'm alone, I'm by myself and all this shit. You know, like, you during this time, this would be the times you be trying to get on the phone with a girl. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you're yeah. them airbrush days. So I'm like, well, with me trying to, like, get rid of something and me feeling alone and want something else and wanting to have them, like, cuddly on the phone type vibes, let me just throw the airbrush vibes. Not to say I'm a throw it in your face, is that? Yeah. But just to just give, like, Purpose to why I chose to do that You know what I'm saying I mean what I don't know if you broke down The purpose of Why you did that So the reason why So originally Well look Because I'm selling it I will not lie Airbrush is very fucking expensive So like the pricing of shirts Is high Because you gotta think like That the ink costs a lot You know what I'm saying To 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 put on the shirt Hold on I got a black one too So the black one costs more than the white because they have to basically go over it so many times. So you're just basically paying for like the design over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Mm. On, oh, on wow. the shirt, you feel me? It pop more too. It, it, it pop more. You gotta you basically paying for the pop and also like. I designed this and I had just basically, basically like mm. pressed Damn, this shit bro, on the back. You know what I'm saying? And that shit like is <laughs> less is more. Less like, is more. Rule of thumb. You Less is is always more. You know what I'm saying? Like I that, a bunch that on the back. right there. You like that shit is. You don't need need to do too much to stand nah, out. Yep, you that's know what perfect. I'm saying? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And it, and it's something where it's like. I really also wanted something where people could walk down the street and ask you like, "Yo, what is that? Where'd you get that yep. from?" Now you got to tell the niggas a story. So, so where can they get it from? Bro? So look, look, G. If you go on my Instagram page at Cassius Tay C A S S I U S T A E, and you click the link in my bio. Then it'll say merch It'll pop up right there Or if you were just Going to go straight to the source You can go to CassiusTay.com Or you know what I'm saying You could DM me You see me in the street I don't have them on me But I will say this Because they are airbrushed Shirts do take Three to four weeks To make Because that out there. You know what I'm saying I have to get the shirt And then I have to press What I need to press And then the guy He has to you know Airbrush it he, He's just not airbrushing My shit And then you know We gotta you know Ship it out to you But yeah so that's that's the only thing you're not getting it tomorrow, but you know yeah, you got to put that out there. Yeah, and and I know this is like good summer vibes, but like I, I mean I got pictures of me with this shit in flannels. It looks really good in flannels, and I also designed it to where if you wear a jacket or you wear a flannel, no matter where you wear it, what you wear, as long as it's open, it's in the middle center on mm-hmm. purpose, mm-hmm. so the shit will always show. You know what I'm saying? So Boy, you, whew, you got it down. Yeah. He don't got a what you say you had a, a four point one. Yeah, four point one. Four point one. Niggas don't. <laughs> Don't, don't hear that shit every day. Bro, bro. Uh, a nigga like me had a motherfucking look, two nine. Look, nigga, you, know you ready for this? Look, I had a point eight. Okay, look, it got look, quite bro, a deal of this. Bro, bro. Hey, I know bro. some niggas that have point eights that did good but, in life. But, so, but look, but let me finish. I graduated with a two point seven. So hey, it took so you work, you worked hard. I, I worked. Hard. I was hey, look, a honor student. It's hard to bring. It's easy to drop your GPA. Yes, it is. That's it's hard, hard to, get to bring up, that shit back. I got to a two point seven, almost a three point. You went up two points, bro. You know what I'm saying? Who was happy with me? Hey, look, shoot. So 
It's a smart brother right here. Thank Take you. notes. Thank now, you. before we uh before before we get into some more music and end things off, you briefly spoke during break that uh yeah. you had a well, let's talk Empire. Yeah. You know, yeah, Empire's yeah. a distribution um company for music. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and you spoke on that you actually had some ties to to Empire. How, yeah. how did things go and, and, and what happened? So basically um Empire, this happened like twenty eighteen and I had uh I had two records that I had. Uh one is called Shotown Love Story, the other is called Flower Child. And um I had put out this project called Moments in Time. So I was gonna do like a three series to lead up until my um my album Moments in Desire would be Moments in Time, Moments in Doubt and then Moments in Desire. So Moments in Time is basically about uh, a time in life that I missed that I want to get back. So, like, Shot Town Love Story is like Juke Music and Flower Child is like, I don't know, like, you meet the shorty and it's like, now you're kicking it with her on the phone. And, um, with that situation I was I, I felt so deeply I believed in the song so much I felt like I just needed something more to push them forward so I went ahead with Empire and how I linked with that was you know through Detroit um I was recording at a studio and um uh my homie Flaw who who runs a company called The Code they had uh, ties with Empire And so because I was recording at their studio I had released it through them You know what I'm saying And he basically you know, set up the paperwork for me To be able to go ahead and do that uh, As of right now, Moments in Time Man, that little two track EP And I don't want to say little Because that shit got like 300,000 streams You that know what I'm saying my So I, I appreciate everybody That's been streaming it Liking it uh, I definitely Sonically am far removed From that So if you hear that shit And you feel like This nigga was younger Like with me growing a beard And all the other shit My voice did mature too You know what I'm saying The beard puts a bass In his voice Right 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 <laughs> So I was you know That's when I was In my stages of becoming More of a man That shit was 2018 We in 2021 This is probably the voice I'm gonna have for the rest Of my life So if you like the music You hear now That shit this, That's like bro You Listen to Moments in Time. That's like listening to Comeback Season Drake, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a good way to a good analogy. Exactly. Like so I'm kind of like in like the take care, I guess, vocal phase or some shit like that. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But I mean, let the people know where they can get in tune with you. Uh, again, you gotta let people know where they can get alone in the blue hour. Yeah. And uh, of course, if you looking, if people looking to book you, features, whatever, Look, let people know how to get in tune with you. You know what I'm saying? My name is Cassius Tay. Uh, alone in Blue Hour is out right now. You can find me anywhere that you like to, you know, be on the internet. I don't be on Snapchat, though. I don't be on Facebook either because that's like a family site. And I don't have a family. Well, I have a family, but I'm not creating one. But I will say I am on Instagram and Twitter. I used to tweet a lot, but I watch more. But you can follow me on Instagram at Cassius Tay, C-A-S-S-I-U-S-T-A-E. And, man, I don't know. I'd be cool. So you could talk to me. You see me outside. I'd be like, what up? You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And... I don't know. You can say something in the comments or something. I'll be paying attention to shit. But look, if you DM me and you don't follow me, though, I am bad with checking that. Uh, what's that third box? Oh, yeah. That's the, horrible. The they bogus for that. Request? Yeah. That's the request. That's the yeah, request. Yeah. Seven to ten business days, you will. You know, I will that respond. That shit can get dangerous. Yes. Yeah, yeah but so yeah, not, I, I didn't, bro. Shit, I didn't have opportunities. Like, damn, can I still do this shit? It's just like, so if you really want my attention and you hit me up in there, follow me, and then I'll see it. As far as features and shit like that go, Man, if I fuck with you, your music, I would definitely do that because I like to rap all day, um, you know. But I just hope the the song just has to be, you know, 
Something I feel connected to, but yeah, not even saying good, just something I'm connected to. to. Yeah, I hear that. Hit my brother up, man. Uh, definitely get in tune with him. Uh, we got an ill style coming from bro too, so y'all definitely want to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search right Illinois. now, right Illinois now, Illinois Radio. Subscribe. You know we got some dope heat coming your way. And uh, first class, I mean, special guest host. Let people know how they can get in tune with you. Oh uh, yeah, for going. sure, man. Look, y'all could tap in with me on Twitter, IG, and shit. Those are two platforms. I Mainly used and shit Just like bro said I'm on Facebook And all that shit too But that's like More family oriented Not finna Finna dive into that shit But follow me on uh, On Twitter At 1DJ First Class The number one DJ First Class uh, Instagram DJ First Class And shit You can DM me Email me Whatever uh, You need some marketing Promo shit Whatever PR shit Whatever all Like that. look Look Tap in Tell with me, bro. Got Shoot it. me a message and shit. Telling you, we a rap. All that. Tell you, look. Y'all saw what Adam said. If not, you better go to my brother IG right now. Adam said, look. If you try to get on no jumper, hit this man up right now. Blow his mentions up. Yep. Uh He been putting in mad work on Illinois Revolt, and now the boy has partnered with No Jumper. So yes, again, I got, I got up. I, I got up. Man, shout out for that. Hard love. work hey, pays hey. off, man. Love, love, man. Congrats. Love. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. And of course, sure. y'all can always tune in to Illinois Radio every Saturday. Illinois Radio show that is every Saturday from four to six p.m. Uh, you can always tune in to all this. Like tomorrow, we got Ill Sound Radio from twelve to two. Uh, we got Brian Stinson coming through with Fusion Radio from three to five. On Monday, we got DJ Big Tank. I'm sorry, not not be DJ Big Tank. We yeah, we do got DJ Big Tank with Black Wealth. It's so much that goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday is open, of course. Wednesday. We got the homie DJ MH Tudor. Uh, Thursdays, we got Camo Campaign Cam- or Campaign Camo. Look, I'm all backwards and dyslexic right now. Drinks. And Friday, we got <laughs> the homie DJ Donnie talking money. Look, Thursday, y'all can also <laughs> tune in to the Chocolate Betty show. She holds it down, interviews, all types of things goes down from uh, 5 until 7. So, y'all tune in, download that Illinois app. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all of those things at Official Beco. That's Official. Be in boy. E-K-O-E God damn first class A-K-A he the motherfucking goat he done This nigga the, And I'm gonna right. say th- I, and, and I'm saying this on camera right now This nigga right here Biko This This Distinguished Amazing Black man right here Is the fucking goat Oh don't make me cry <laughs> I'ma just I'ma just say that bro Like if y'all niggas knew If y'all really knew they and really know, knew Look they really knew what a nigga do. You know, Yo, not, not like, even this, just me, this. just what the team, the man behind the camera do many things too. Hit him up. Uh, but on top of that, first class, hit him up as well. Uh, the brother offers many services. So does J Think Ill, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, get in tune with the squad. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I'm Illinois John. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio. Every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button and uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We on that big piece. See you later, alligator. That's all, folks.